Dr. Samir Agarwal. I am working as endocrinologist at Rohtak Haryana. Today we are going to discuss one interesting case on diabetes. We all know that type 2 diabetes, especially patients who are having uncontrolled diabetes are coming into our clinics. So it is important that we manage a patient of type 2 diabetes well and we achieve HbA1c targets so that we can prevent a patient from microvascular as well as microvascular complications. So there are many drugs which are being used in management of type 2 diabetes. All patients who are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, we usually begin with diet, lifestyle and metformin. But now we have newer drugs also in management of type 2 diabetes. And one of the newer drugs we can say is DPP-4 inhibitor like linagliptine and SGLT2 inhibitor like empagliflozine. You all know that empagliflozine is a potent and selective sodium glucose co-transport 2 inhibitor, which is approved for treatment of type 2 diabetes. We know that empagliflozine reduces renal glucose reabsorption, thereby increasing urinary glucose excretion, leading to reduction in plasma glucose level in subjects with type 2 diabetes in an insulin-independent manner. In phase 3 trial in subjects with type 2 diabetes, empagliflozine 10 and 25 milligram once daily as monotherapy for around 6 months reduced HbA1c, fasting plasma glucose, weight and blood pressure compared to placebo and the drug was well tolerated with a lower risk for hypoglycemia. And we have also good sustainability of action with empagliflozine. Linagliptin is one of the DPP-4 inhibitors, which is a selective DPP-4 inhibitor and is approved for treatment of patients with type 2 diabetes. We know that linagliptin prevents the inactivation of GLP-1, stimulating insulin release and inhibiting glucagon secretion. There has been many trials which has shown that linagliptin given as monotherapy for around six months improves glycemic control without weight gain and is well tolerated with a low risk of hypoglycemia. And also in the real world, we have seen the same properties of linagliptin as well as empagliflozine. Guidelines for management of type 2 diabetes recommend metformin as first-line pharmacological treatment. But initial combination therapy with oral anti-diabetics drugs with complementary modes of action may provide more robust and durable glucose-lowering efficacy with enhanced outcomes compared with traditional stepwise approach. Initial combination therapies typically include metformin. However, there are some type 2 diabetic patients which cannot be put on metformin, like patients of renal impairment or low GFR, patients who are intolerant to metformin because of some gastrointestinal side effects. So there can be around 5 to 10% patients of type 2 diabetes who cannot tolerate metformin. The complementary mechanisms of action of SGLT2 inhibitors and DPP-4 inhibitors suggest that the combination of ampagliflozine and linagliptin may offer sustained treatment benefits. So there was a type 2 diabetic patient who came to our clinic, 40-year-old male, type 2 diabetes since around six months. HbA1c was around 8.5%. Patients fasting plasma glucose as well as postprandial glucose were not controlled. Fasting plasma glucose 
on an average was revolving around 130 to 165 milligram per deciliter and postprandial glucose values were around 170 to 190 milligram per deciliter and patients bmi was around 28.6 kilogram patients bmi was high and the patient's main concern was that he wants to be on treatment which can be either weight neutral or in fact it can cause weight loss the hba1c initially at the time of diagnosis was around 8.6% and still hba1c at the time of presentation in the clinic was around 8.4 to 8.6% patient was having two reports of hba1c so we know that particularly from american association of clinical endocrinology guidelines that if patients are having hba1c more than equal to 7.5% we can start patients on a dual drug combination so in this case, who presented to us in our clinic, he was having high BMI, high HbA1c, more than 8%. And the patient's complaint was also that he was having some symptoms of dyspepsia and gastritis, for which patient was taking pantoprazole also. So we decided to, to put the patient on a dual drug combination, but we did not want patient to be on metformin. So in this index case, we started this patient on combination of linagliptine and on empagliflozin combination. And we asked the patient to maintain the blood glucose profile at home. We started the patient on diet therapy. We prescribed patient uh, around 1600 kilocalorie per day of diet. And we asked the patient to be involved in 30 minutes of brisk walking per day. And we started the patient on combination of linagliptin and empagliflozin. And we asked the patient to follow up after two weeks. Interestingly, patient fasting plasma glucose as well as postprandial glucose started showing a dip and patient weight was stable, didn't decrease much at two weeks. But after two weeks, we asked the patient to have a monthly follow-up with us. Patient was relieved with diet, lifestyle and combination of linagliptin and empagliflozin combination. And after around six weeks, the average fasting plasma glucose as per the home blood glucose record was somewhere around 110 to 130 milligram per deciliter, whereas postprandial glucose fractions at home blood glucose record was somewhere around 140 to 170 milligram per deciliter. Patient had lost around 1.5 kg of weight. Patient was feeling relaxed and patient was happy that uh, he was able to control the blood glucose and simultaneously have the weight loss. There were no issues with regards to any uh, belenoprostitis or any polyuria or any postural dizziness. We asked the patient to maintain good hydration as we usually do with patients who are put on SGLT2 inhibitors. The blood pressure was controlled. Then patient lost around 1.5 kg of weight and on the follow-up patient was maintaining good glucose profile. So with this index case, I want to convey to the audience is that if patients are having high HbA1c at baseline, we can take a decision of introducing two drug combination right from day one. Particularly those patients who are obese or overweight and want to have a therapy which can be associated with weight loss, then I think SGLT2 inhibitor and linagliptin in combination would be good for the patient. So in the index case, we put this patient on linagliptin and empagliflozin combination and there was no concerns of the hypoglycemia also with this combination since 
both of these drugs are having insulin independent of mechanism of action. So these are type 2 diabetic patients who are either overweight or obese and where you feel that it would not be good for the patient to be on metformin, maybe because of some GI intolerance, uh, then it is good idea to put these patients on combination of DPP-4 and SGLT2 inhibitor. Both have complementary mechanism of action, which will be associated with HP1C reduction and simultaneously weight loss also. So thank you all for your patient hearing.